Have you ever thought of the idea of blessing? I am sure you have used that word so often, but I want to just teach into it as we close our year out and catapult us into the new year. I don't know whether you've been watching on TikTok or Facebook or whatever, those shows where, you know, it's Fail Army or uh, disaster shows where you see somebody almost make the jump. They're going to jump over a stream. I, I want to remember when I was a child, I, I was so tired, my brothers had to lift me over a stream to get over. You know, and some people just about make the jump and then they fall back into the water and everybody has a laugh or what have you. You know, the oldest sport in the world is in Holland and it's called Philippen. I'm getting the nod from the Dutch person here and it's canal jumping. And what it is, people run and they get on a big pole and they shimmy up the pole and it carries them over the canal. And some people fall sideways, some people don't make it, some people fall just short. And some of us are living our lives like that. We're living our lives like we're just striving, just about to just about make the jump. And we just about get to the other side and for some of us, we enjoy living like that. We enjoy living like just about making it because it's kind of exciting. It's kind of, whew, God got me through that one. And we kind of get there. Some of us, we go to make the jump and we know we're not gonna make it and we expect not to make it and we just think, well, I deserve to get wet and this always happens to me. We're that type of person. Although we shouldn't assume that life should be completely smooth and that everything should go well, we need to understand something about our lives. And I want to introduce this to you. I'm going to teach into it over the next few weeks. Come back tomorrow morning, 11 o'clock. Can I hear an amen, everybody? Because I'm going to do part two tomorrow morning. But I want you to understand there's a foundation to your life. There's a foundation that God wants to strengthen. You see, right from the very beginning, go way, way back to Genesis, the very first thing that God did after he created men and women, he made them in his own image, and the very first thing that he did was he blessed them. Read it, Genesis 1, 28, it says, God blessed them. Before he said anything to them, before he required anything of them, before there was anything that, uh, that they had to think or do, God put his blessing on them. Somebody say amen. amen. He said he blessed them, be fruitful and increase in number and fill the earth, subdue it, rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, over the sky and every living creature that moves on the ground. You know, as we close 2022 and enter into a new year, we need to understand that we are operating from a grace on our lives, from a foundation of blessing. Doesn't matter what you feel, this is the truth. You are blessed. 
and you have a blessing on your life. This doesn't mean to say that we're people who just have, will have no effort or try nothing, that we can swing in a hammock and, and do what we like, but you are a blessed people. Now, some people will misunderstand me. It doesn't mean that uh, we'll never have anything to do, but what it does mean is this, that you can have a direction and a dimension to your life that leads you to the fruit that God wants you to produce. You see, the devil has lied to some of us. The devil has made some of us to think you're gonna be unproductive and you'll never do it and you can never uh, do all what God wants you to do. And, and even the, uh, the really confident people amongst us think that it's about what you can do, but actually it's about the foundation of blessing in your life where God says, I have put something in your life. I've declared something over you. I'm trying to work something through you so I can get the right things out of you. And so as we close 2022, I wanna say for 2023, understand that you are blessed. And that's your foundation. When we talk about having a blessed year, we'll need to understand what our our understanding of blessing really means. It's not just cruising through and having no troubles, but to be blessed means that we sit in a relationship with God where his attention and his presence is focused towards us. In fact, the word for blessed means favor. That actually, God says, I am interested in your journey, your life, more than interested. I am invested in who you are. So that our lives have a direction and an atmosphere to them that's about him. That there's a a tinge There's an intangible about our lives where people touch our lives and go, that person is different. Because there's something about our lives that sits on our lives. You see, the word blessing and the word bless comes from two Hebrew words. There's a Hebrew word that says barach, and it means to kneel as if you're receiving something from someone greater than you. And berakah, the word for uh, blessing, means that you are in a covenant relationship with somebody who can invest in your life. It, It means that God confers his covenant favor on you. That God looks down from heaven and says, that's my child. Don't mess with the blessed. I want to say to you, you see, some people are going to say, oh, I hope it's not one of those type of churches that always talk about blessing and none of the discipleship and the cross carrying. Well, come tomorrow and that'll be part two. Mind you, that must have been a bad advert for that because you'll say, I'm staying for the blessed bit. But you know what? You may have not felt blessed this year. And we need to all be a bit reflective and consider why is that? Do I need to come into covenant relationship with God? That actually my life isn't attracting the presence of God. All all relationships, marriage, friendships, 
our blessing with God, our covenant with God, our, our way of being with God, it all takes investment. Every relationship we have can become functionary. There can be some friendships where you go, oh yeah, they're my friend, but it's really not doing anything for you, anything with you. There can be some marriages that become a little bit stale and a little bit old and you have to keep working at it. And it's the same with your relationship with God. It's the same idea of our blessing. Yes, God says, I have blessed you. But are you activating that blessing? Are you walking in that blessing? Are you deepening that blessing? Are you doing the things that make that blessing real? Or are you just assuming, well, God's got grace and I'm just being okay? Now, before we make this message of, okay, Pastor Mark, tell me what I must do. Let me say something really clear to everybody and everybody watching online Let me say something really clear to you. This is not necessarily a what must you do thing. This first and foremost as a foundation is a grace thing. That God is first and foremost invested in you. He seeks you out. He wants to find you. You have to hide for him not to find you. And then even when you're hiding, he can still find you. The Bible says this, he looks over our lives and he says, for it's by grace you've been saved. Not from yourselves, it's a gift of God. Not by works so that anyone can boast, for we are God's handiwork. We're created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has prepared for us in advance to do. You see, God has put a blessing on your life. He's got fruit for you to produce out of your life, and he's got works that he's already planned for you to do so that you can walk in that blessing of him. And I just wonder, as we go into 2023, whether you will say, I want to walk where the blessing of God is. And that's my gift and challenge to you at the end of this year. My gift to you is to say you're blessed. My challenge to you is to say you are blessed. What are you doing with it? You see, walking in blessing is also about heart posture. It's it's about the sense of your devotion. We we almost keep our blessing by, by being the sort of heart devoted people that God requires way, way back in the Old Testament, uh, in Exodus chapter 19, God said to the Israelites, now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all the nations, you're gonna be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests. That's you. Out of all the peoples of the earth, God has put his favor on you in Christ Jesus. He's graced you. He sent his son to die for you. He's put a blessing on you. Doesn't excuse us from some struggles. But if we would only live and posture our hearts towards him, you'd begin to see how he would change the atmosphere and the direction of our lives. Brian Loritz wrote a book called The Dad Difference and he tells a story about when he uh, went off to college and his dad gave him a credit card and said, now son, this is just for petrol or uh, because he's an American, he said gas. 
And uh, he said, this is for groceries. This is not for dating your favorite girlfriend or whining and dining your buddies or getting pizza every night. Well, Brian kept that uh, covenant and commandment from his dad for the first three months. And then he met a lovely young lady and began to take her out on dad's credit card. He said, I will pay the bill on this credit card, but these are the rules. He took her out, and him and his buddies had a pizza party. And his dad called him after the first semester, or the term as they call it, and said, son, I've just had the credit card bill. And I want you to know that you need to work your well, he didn't say this word, but I'm going to say this word. He said, you need to work your backside off to give me the money back to pay that bill because you've broken the covenant. He got an extra job. He worked it. He did it. He, he paid his dad all the money. And when he went home at spring break, as they call it, just in the next March, he went out for a meal with his dad, and his dad talked about how well he'd done at college. He talked about his grades. He was dreading the conversation about the credit card. And then he signed, finally couldn't stand it any longer, and he brought it up to his dad and said, Dad, are we not going to talk about the credit card? And he said, Son, you've worked it. You sent me the money. What else is there to say? You came back under my protection and in my covenant. So there's nothing more to say. I want to say something to you tonight. Some of you, you need to hear the words from the Lord. There is nothing more to say. You've confessed it. You've been forgiven of it. Let it go. And he actually said, you know what, son? I can tell you don't check your bank balance. He said, why did you say that, Dad? He said, because I never cast your check. I never intended to cast your check. You're my son. I'll always make up for your failures. My message to you at the end of this year is this. You are blessed. And that's not shallow. And that's not selfish. Blessing, and I'll explain this tomorrow, needs to be maintained and it needs to be discipled. But you have to lay down that which isn't working. You have to lay down this thing, or oh, it's my family, or it's that person who did this. You've got to lay that down now. And you have to stand before God and ask him to look for your blessing. Would you stand with me for a moment, please? I'm going to ask the worship team just to come and play for a little bit. Would you raise one hand with me? And would you pray this prayer and say, God, put your favor on me again. Now, let me just get this accurate right theology-wise. His favor's never left you. You never walked out of it. Come on, lift your hand high with me. Ask him for your blessing. Now, the one or two of you that maybe saying to yourself, oh, I don't want to do that. But right now, say, God, give me my blessing. Now, that's going to be a responsibility as well as a blessing. To put his favor on you, will we see where he takes you this year. You see, if he gives you that blessing, 
He's going to expect you to be a good steward of it and be responsible of it. I'm going to teach into that over the next couple of weeks. But right now, without any of that other thoughts coming into our minds, just at this moment, simply confess it and ask Him for it. God, I ask you for my blessing. Come on, do it right now. I don't want to leave this year without being in the right place with you. And I don't want to go into the new year not being in the right place with you. So my gift to you at the end of this year is to say this to you. You are blessed. Amen? Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. You are blessed. Don't let anybody tell you any different. You are blessed. But here is my challenge to you at the end of this year. You are blessed. Out of all the peoples of the earth, you are blessed. And that carries the responsibility. That carries the stewardship. That says, what will you do with that which I want to invest in your life? Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Shall we?